0: Welcome to The Exit Strategy, your no-bullshit guide to divorce with the experienced attorneys from New Direction Family Law and guests that have been there. Unfiltered discussions to help you move from victim to victorious and from bitter to better.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Elizabeth Stevenson. And Sarah Hink. And today we are joined by a private investigator. Her name is Jamie. She is with Blackman Detective Services. So thank you so much for being here today, Jamie. Thank
2: you so much for having me. Super excited to be here.
1: So tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So, who am I? Um, My name is Jamie. I am the new owner of Blackman Detective Services. I bought the company in November of last year. Our company does full service PI work. So, we help attorneys, businesses, and individuals with everything from background checks to criminal investigations, process, service, all the fun stuff. We dig up the dirt (laughs) and we serve it on a platter to you, attorneys. I (laughs) love that. (laughs) And then you guys go in there and do your thing and everybody's happy, hopefully, at the end of all of this. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get into the meat of the show, but (laughs) I've always, my
3: passion, I always thought I wanted to be a private detective. That's this thing. That would be a fascinating thing. Well, you're on the pretty side of it you know like
2: oh, we know. do like the dirty work and then you guys get to go look cute in court and I'm like one day I want to be cute in court but right now I'm digging up the dirty work
1: so. yeah and that's very needed in a lot of our cases too I know I
2: think I'm a closet
3: voyeur I love to get in people's lives and we, we do that but we do it in bank statements you know yes. which is boring and it you get the really fun stuff you get to the
1: pictures you take so you bring the fun pictures for us and sometimes we wish we never saw that before yes I'm, sometimes
2: we do
3: I'm
1: sure you've seen things you wish you never saw (laughs) I have
2: yes but (laughs) I, I at this point there's nothing that really has shocked me We got some Colombian, what do you call it when they decapitate heads and stuff like that? That doesn't have anything to do with (laughs) divorce. I've been doing this 20 years, but I've never had anybody cut off anybody's
1: head.
3: Not
2: yet. yet. Technically, it could have gone that way. They were doing some searching for some escorts. And when they did not go through with the whole purchase, they were then received some text messages back saying, we want $1,500 or whatever from you, or you're going to be looking like this picture. And so, fifteen hundred. That's it. That's how we knew that this was <laughs> not a real thing. You would want a little bit more, right. Than fifteen hundred dollars. But yeah. so,
1: yeah, yeah. fun yeah. pictures. So previously, we were talking about alienation, affection, the cheating that goes on in relationships, and how that affects the divorce end of things and and the legal end during your separation and divorce. So we just go over the few things that we we talked about. Then what is needed to prove any kind of infidelity in court would be inclination, inclination and, and opportunity.
3: opportunity so generally
1: the easy way I what explain is it can is you,
2: can you break that down for those of us? okay okay, yeah. not yet
1: so, we'll get there. so basically it's okay opportunity would be a picture of them walking out of hotel so they had the opportunity to have an affair okay but you can't just assume that's what happened right. but if you have a note from the presumed pair more that says I love you I can't wait to see you again you're the best that was the best day ever you put those two things together and, that's and then you good the say.
3: inclination and the opportunity like right. we don't have to find somebody in bed with somebody else a lot of times y'all stay from six to six in the morning and the car hadn't moved but judge is going to say circumstantially they staying in a hotel room probably that happened right. yeah so it's still
2: hard to prove.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And my thing is, and I guess this is probably the issue. I could have been at the hotel with this person, and nothing happened. Maybe she was doing his taxes.
1: Right at the hotel, and it it took his all taxes. Night. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that was cheaper than the fifteen hundred again. <laughs> probably <laughs> what so but if, if you add but if you
3: can look i always say to people if you can find if you see somebody's cell phone records that then it's a done deal absolutely so you see text messages 24 7 there's 1100 of them coming they're not sitting in the hotel room doing their taxes no right now. so they might you have know. a burner phone that's the
1: only issue yeah, yeah. and oh and good oh, idea too. i'm gonna put too, that in the that. back Put <laughs> about about. the burner on the burner. So if we wanted you, Jamie, to go spy on someone, go see who they're going to the hotel with, are you able to enter the hotel room and see what they're doing? Into the hotel room? Yeah, like no. tell us the parameters because some people yeah. expect private oh, yeah. investigators oh, they to knock down can- the
2: We can look through the peephole and see exactly what's happening in Mm -hmm. there between both people. No. So what we would do is follow the person. Of course, the client or you guys would give us all of their information. We'd pick them up at, you know, home or work or wherever their last known place is. We'd follow them to the hotel. Usually, the hotel is not supposed to give you uh, room numbers. And they're, of course, not supposed to confirm whether that person is really there or not. But there's kind of ways that you can get around that. Usually, if, of course, we would know the last name of the person, we can just, I've called many times and just said, Oh, I need so and so's room. Right. And they'll transfer yeah, you, you because you're not asking for a room number. Um, and that what we've had people like an investigator standing outside the door listening to see if the phone is actually ringing or not. That's yeah. one of the ways that we've been to, like, confirm if they're in that room or not. You see, are they in the lobby? Or are they at the bar? Did they we can follow them to the room. Mm-hmm. The thing is, mm-hmm. of course, we don't want to be seen. We have them little tricks ways that we can leave some breadcrumbs and stuff that can possibly watch y'all walk into the room together. But no, we can't get video actually inside the room that's private, just like inside your house would be.
3: So if somebody, somebody comes to me, they say I have the suspicion, and I refer them to you guys, what, hap- what happens? Do, do you have a consult with yeah. them? Do you meet with them? What yeah. do they need to bring? What do they need to have that's helpful for you? Their whole life. No.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, <same> here. <laughs> Besides that, yeah. yeah. So we'd bring them in for a consult. They tell us what's going on. I always ask them, do they have an attorney? Which direction are we going? Do you just want to find out? Or are we actually trying to get you to keep your money? Or what mm-hmm. is the plan here? How? What? Which way do you want to go? Because a lot of that has a lot to do with how we would move forward. Other than that, we would just after doing the consultation, figure out Sorry, what, what they want to do, and then we just go from there. They We follow from work. We see, are they with the person that they think they're with? Mm-hmm. If they're not, and this is the person that they're with, we'll identify that person for them. If kids are involved, sometimes we do a background check and make sure they're not like a creepy person. Mm-hmm. That could be great for your case. If they have... <laughs> it's great to have a creepy person
1: <laughs> in your case. If, you're, if, you're,
2: if your spouse <laughs> is dating the creepy person, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you want to know, know that. that. yeah, Because yeah. not only are you concerned about what's happening with the kids, but just the mindset of probably the person that you're doing who knows right, in right. these days right now right. that's going on
3: so can you put trackers on cars if it's marital like if yes yeah
2: yes and it that is a very gray area in pi work but legally we can use trackers to assist us in our investigation whatever that looks like mm-hmm. but of course in a domestic type of situation we probably would not Uh, depending on the client some clients Mm -hmm. can handle it some clients can't right so whatever is best for the client we will do but the idea is to basically get the information that we need to help them fight their case and i've had
1: clients come to me and before they even initiated the legal process had already went and got their own tracker and put it on on their spouse's car hey
2: i tell people because honestly i don't want to keep losing my trackers
1: yeah (laughs) i mean mean, you know if if you
2: want to put it costs nothing to get a tracker now And a lot of it, and I know that you can't use the GPS log in court, but that is half the battle of figuring out what's the pattern, what are they doing, right. when are they leaving work. And so once you got that information, you can say, okay, I can beat you there. Mm-hmm. You can see the person, are they going inside, is the person coming out to greet them as they pull up.
1: So they didn't go to the golf course after work, they went to the hotel or somewhere else. Right. They're lying to you, and then you're just building more and more evidence. And that's always useful in negotiations. Correct. Even if you don't go to court, you can say, look, I have this, we have more Let's yeah. go ahead and settle in my favor.
2: That's always my question to attorneys in this situation. Like sometimes we have a bunch of information, but it's really not enough to be like open and shut type of thing. Mm-hmm. A
3: lot of times the paramore the girlfriend or boyfriend doesn't want to get dragged into this so they can be your best advocate to say to the guy or the girl who's having the affair you need to wrap this up because i don't want to be called into court and have to go through all this and that so all you have to do is put a little out there Mm -hmm. one specific or you we know he was at this hotel we know he was there and then they know they're caught right thing and so it is
2: uh i use it for negotiating let me ask you do you think it's better for the attorney to present that information or for the client to present that information? I think the attorney,
3: attorney. because the there's client. There's too much emotion involved.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of emotion, and that person on the other side that's been having an affair is probably going to gaslight them and deny it and manipulate We're just the friends, situation. we work
3: together. I don't know what you're talking about. And I just crazy?
1: enjoy that part, so I'd rather do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun.
2: Right. Well, yeah. I have a client now that I'm like, you need an attorney, you need an attorney, you need an attorney. Like at this point, you need an attorney. attorney. There's nothing else that you can do. <clears throat> Right. Right. And you You, don't
1: want to give all your cards away either. So you you need to be pretty precise in what you decide to disclose to them and what you're going to hold from them and maybe hold in your pocket for later. We
2: tell our people, don't tell them anything. Make sure that before you open one little peep that you have talked to an attorney and you know what your plan is Right. because anything you say could pretty much ruin your case. One of the things that comes up with
3: us is people get things text messages and emails in ways they should not Mm -hmm. like just guessing what a password is or it's his computer but you know I figured out the password and then they want to hand it to me so I can see all the text messages and emails and I can't look at them. Okay. Can you?
2: Yes. I can look at them. Yeah but I can't fight with them you know what i'm saying i can only use it to lead my investigation, investigation. into the way you know that we think
1: but right. if it's a shared laptop in the house with that's different open yeah. passwords people know so that's another reason to talk to an attorney about what you can and can't can do. do you can record what you can't set up a nanny cam in your house and leave the house and not be a part of that conversation those that's not okay here in north carolina when one party consent state so right. definitely get advice on that end and yeah and talk a little bit
3: about that because i know you can't video someone you can we're a one consent state when it comes to audio but if you're in surveillance and you're using video you it's my understanding you can't turn on the audio is that wrong
2: or right we we never have done audio and maybe that is why yeah I don't know I need to look into that yeah because I think
3: it's a different I think it has to be like if you're being videotaping somebody with the audio on Both people have to know what's going on, but audio, fair game, game it's just a one consent
2: state. Yeah. Let me ask you well, see, we don't, like I said, we have ever since I've done PI work, we have never had audio on our video. Okay. And so maybe that's why. why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And so I didn't even really question that. And to me, I'm like, what's protecting me because I'm on the phone while, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I have music playing (laughs) in the back, and I'm like, I'm sure that the client does not want to hear, you know, all of my jabber in the midst of sitting there. Okay. So, I have a client that got some recordings in a vehicle, was not his vehicle. How far can he use those recordings? Did
3: was anybody know they were being recorded? You can't. Was he One, in
1: the vehicle? Oh, he just put his recording device in there? He needs to just give that to himself and shut it down.
3: Yeah, get rid of that immediately. Okay. Because anything, and that was not a constitutional scholar by any means (laughs) but the fruit of the poisonous tree is one thing i do remember that so that if you found out something from that recording Mm -hmm. anything you found out from that
2: illegal recording could not be used but you can of course use it to help further the investigation you can but if somebody would ask like
3: somebody put you on the stand how right. did you find this out i right. found it out from this recording and right you might get a Oop,
2: that's a yeah shut that
3: down you not nothing you have then would come in okay
2: i told them to well, burn he, it he Don't did that on it. his own and i was like look it's yours you fit in your space and you make sure that it doesn't go out of your space i was like but i'm 100 percent sure that you can't use what is on there right but it was helpful for us to for know you, that we were know. on the right yeah. track.
1: And to review my criminal law statutes, which I haven't, and you know, maybe yesterday, but no, I didn't. It's illegal wiretapping, so you can't do that. Like, yeah. regardless of whether or not you plan to use it in court, that's not okay. I don't think he wanted
2: to use it in court. It was more, right. a lot of times,
1: I get it. These people have no know.
2: intentions on breaking up or divorcing their spouses. They just want to know. It's right. want the pain. I They'd, don't, it, honey. I have never <laughs> seen people go through so much torture. That's I, I don't know how ask, they do it, it. When you
3: come, so they have this inkling. Let's say they don't have a text. They don't have any text. on do videos. They just have how, but he's out a lot. I want you to find out what's going on, and then you find out what's going on.
2: Okay. I mean, what's the reaction? Usually denial. I have shown pictures of the people, and they're like, "Oh, well, it looks <laughs> like more. She doesn't really look like she normally does whenever. It just depends on the person. It really depends on, are, do you care about your kids enough that you don't mm-hmm. want to ruin your whole right. family? Can you live not having sex for another 20 years with this person because your kids are more important?
1: And it's hard to accept that's actually happening. It might be easier. Even still yeah. to see it yeah. in black
2: and white. It's that's like, why we push to get you to the attorney. Right. Because mm-hmm. at this point, we've got the information. You need to make a decision. It is not... I mean, and many times they say, what would you do? I'm like, hell, I wouldn't have called me because <laughs> I would have took care of this on my own or I would have never married him." Or yeah. there's just a lot of things that I would have done that I don't think you should be asking me this question. But it's up to them and how they want to adjust their lives and alter things. And mm-hmm. right. if your kids, a lot of times the kids know that the parents aren't happy. For, they know yeah. that mama doesn't like dad or dad's yeah, always know. whatever. Are you really making it better for them by still staying there? Probably right. not. But that's your family. That's a, that's a personal decision. Yeah, that's something you right. have decide you want to do and that's something they
1: can see from talking to an attorney about is we can tell them success stories of people who've separated and the kids have been better off but also they need to go talk to a therapist about the emotional baggage because while i will talk to them about that i don't want to talk about that all the time (laughs) with them so they need to go talk to someone that has professional license to do that um so attorney therapist my my thing
2: is i've struggled releasing from my clients
1: Mm-hmm. They stay
2: forever, even when it's over. Good. and it What just, you doing? For well, them? Yeah, well, they, they love <laughs> me, and they're like, oh, you want to help me? And I, I do. I want to do everything I can to help you. But you got to go at, <laughs> at some point <laughs> and move on. Like, this can't. It, they end up staying in, like, this cycle of, like, mental abuse almost because what's happening, you won't leave. You just want to keep talking about it. Can you believe he did this? And, and at so th- some point, I'm like, well, are you going to leave him or not?
1: They want right. you to go find more evidence, like oh, no. still they keep just, doing it? No, they or just want to talk about it. Oh, they're just, Lord. You know, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they're just like, Oh,
2: my gosh yeah yeah i've got a couple I feel of you those. gotta
1: find someone else for me to go follow <laughs> i know i'm like or
2: just i try to do my just tell them to move on i, do, I talk a lot about prayer i'm all into god and i love jesus and i know mm-hmm. and i believe he helped and filled and does everything for everybody so i always talk about praying and i'm praying for you and and if that makes them feel better great if it doesn't i had one guy that was like yeah that really isn't my way of doing things and i was like and i and that totally respect that. I just don't know what else to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm just what's at, the difference between
3: men and – do you see a difference between men and women about their – When you show if, them the pictures. When you show them and they finally go, holy shit, I don't know what's going on. No.
2: Hurts, there was hurts what, just hurt, I yeah, guess. Yeah, there was one lady I can remember, and she broke down. But I think it was just actually physically seeing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she knew it the whole time, so it was more of a release – And she moved on. Like after that, she was was like, like, okay, I'm ready. Then you have some, like I said, they're, are we sure that was, you know, and. I'm like wear well, her shoes are in her hand, so like <laughs> I I don't take my shoes it's off, off. At, you know, random people's houses and just yeah. walk out and barefoot. And and I've seen know.
1: I've seen some pretty close encounters with the sexual experience going on from private investigators, like cars, like people love to do it in cars when they're having affairs. Oh yeah, so i have seen lots of pictures of them in the act in the car, <laughs> Your boobs bare bones out. are going. Or you're
3: all hyped up. You're not. They're not thinking. That's the problem. Not the problem. That's the gift for you, because right? They're not trying to hide it, per se, or they're being really stupid about yeah, it. Yeah, you fall into in
1: the bar, then you fall into the parking <laughs> uh-huh. lot, and then you got him.
2: Yeah. yeah. Naked a lot of times. I haven't had, it, of I haven't had any of those in a long time. <laughs> oh. I remember them, but they are, they are great. We had one case. <laughs> the guy lived, like, very close to work. He was at home, and then he was gone, and he was, like, headed to work, and then it was like, uh oh, stopped. But then it was like, all of a sudden he's at work. So I'm like, what is going on? And what was happening is he was meeting the coworker in the parking mm-hmm. lot, he had breakfast for her. They would well, do that. That's he brought a Jacob's biscuit. It's so romantic. <laughs> oh my God. You just
1: gotta butter the biscuit and then you're good to go. Butter in the biscuit.
2: He was buttering the biscuit and neither one of them washed when they left out, which no. I thought was totally disgusting. I'm like, no. y'all are going to work daily like this, no. This is kind of gross. Um
1: that happens a lot. I had a my own case where that was happening, and the wife would actually find like cleanup tissues in the back of the SUV oh. and like other things.
2: Send them to us. We'll get them tested for you. <laughs> yes. We do DNA testing, too, by the way. oh okay. so yeah, good to know. That would be wonderful. Yeah, give me that and, like, a piece of hair, and we've got you. That
3: was back yeah. there, too. We There's always that. love the dirty panties in the Ziploc bag. It's like that. Yeah. If you hold on to
2: that, that'll be good. Oh, put your un- here's another tip. Put your underwear in a paper bag, not plastic. Oh, good to know. The the DNA sticks better, stays better when it's <laughs> in the paper know. bag as opposed to plastic. So, Don't I guess you get, like, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember that paper bags because a lot of times when we ever settle a case and there was infidelity we say okay I want you to turn over all evidence you have of the affair to me so I can dispose of it and get rid of it and I've received like dirty boxers and stuff like that I'm like really this is your evidence (laughs) this is evidence (laughs) and you're sending it to me you should have warned me first that this was in the box (laughs) they're like no don't don't care i don't care
3: so do you guys go out of where do you go like i had a case where they were meeting the guy was out of state and follow him to the airport That kind of thing, see them check out, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. So we since only in North Carolina. So as long as the case originates in North Carolina, we can follow it out. Oh, okay. Right? If the case is out of state, then, of course, we can't go and then work it. You would have to hire somebody in that state. But what we do is we have a lot of connections all over, Mm -hmm. and we just find people that we work with that's in the next state over just to either save the client with some either travel fees or gas or whatever (laughs) It's helpful. But yeah, we can, we stay with them. Wherever they go, we go.
3: So, how does the fee, how do your fees work? Cause, you know, we work on an hourly, and I can't tell people how much it's gonna cost. I can't tell you.
2: But. Yeah, I, your range. <laughs> I mean, you know. Right. Um, so, we're hourly rate as okay. well, we do hourly and miles we start with a retain. We're 85 an hour, 75 cents a mile. We start with a retainer first. Okay. I'm super frugal. So I'm always like, I'm not trying to break your pocketbook here. Right. I'm trying to help you. So if you can only do a thousand at a time, then we just work up to that. And then as it's going, we just go like that. But a normal domestic case can really go anywhere from a thousand to seven thousand, right. depending okay. on right. what they're doing, how much money you got. Mm-hmm. Do you really know that something's <laughs> happening or you think something is happening? Right. Because we always tell the client we are not I can't make him go and be with this lady because you decided to hire us today he might have went yesterday when Mm -hmm. we weren't on the books (laughs) and now it's going to be another month before he goes to see her again
1: come with a pattern to you this is when either that
2: or be patient
1: yeah and be patient and there's other areas in family law too that your services are very useful Mm -hmm. Um, I know in custody cases I've had Uh, private investigators pull trash cans to look for, oh, they yes. say they're not that's drinking the they're anymore, the yeah. and there's just, it's littered with liquor bottles. That's
2: excellent. We haven't mm-hmm. done one of those in a while. People don't want to do that stuff anymore. Oh,
3: really? Yeah, it's weird. It's hard, because you never know what's happened, like, they'll say, what my daughter said,
2: dad's drinking, and say, like, that's
3: mm-hmm. great, but I can't get that in, because that's what your daughter said, and you're not in that house. So Absolutely. the only way we can
2: find it is to have that kind of yeah evidence to, to see, see what's usually out there. it has to come from, like, an attorney. When we tell them, they're like, oh,
1: are you sure? I'm like yeah, yeah i mean i'm, g- yeah, I'm pretty you. sure about yeah.
2: that sometimes certain people have to tell people certain things for them to believe it right because right. so. you can
1: look through their bank statements to see where they're purchasing from abc store um, but they could be using cash so then you won't know right and then if you go to the grocery store and purchase alcohol it's going to be just grocery store on the or we could get their little um, vip card do or that. yes that's the next step is subpoena the, the Vic, Vic card Vic and, and it right. itemizes it but that's even right. then people and might pay awesome. for cash so go get pictures of the recycling bin on trash day Are we
2: dump no we dump it
1: yeah we keep yeah oh yeah we pull
2: up with a truck Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night I dump, dump, really dump the thing, yeah. put trash it back, dump. pull off with the truck, go to <laughs> an open field somewhere, and lay all that stuff out. Put it on a tarp, lay it out. Mm-hmm. I put oh everything in sections. That's my oh, yeah. dream job. That is I awesome. I feel like
1: that. I had Allison do that on one of my. I think cases. You,
2: you may have. Mm-hmm. We've done. I've done maybe two or three of them since I've been working, but they are <laughs> awesome. Every day. my heart rate is like.
1: And you can <laughs> find all <laughs> sorts of stuff, not just alcohol. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. just be like, find. why not? Let's just go pull trash. What happens? Yeah, mail
2: and that and I that was when and I probably did one when I first started working so I've been super paranoid about mail ever since then even trash mail I'm like I need to shred it all <laughs> everything's got to be shredded I'm not throwing any regular mail in the trash can because I'm like anybody can come take my trash
3: yeah um so so, what's yeah. the weird like for an adultery case What, what's your what's that what's your a1 case That you enjoy, I'm assuming you enjoy your work. Oh, I love my work. Yeah. I love my work.
1: The dirtier, the more enjoyable?
2: Well, you know, honestly, I don't get off on the whole bad domestic situations. Like, I'm like, I really think it's more sad. I feel bad for the people. Mm I don't know if I would really consider any of them my favorites. We had maybe the boyfriend-girlfriend cases are a little bit more fun because I'm like, there's not children on the line Mm -hmm. and (laughs) your whole life is like leaning in the back, that type of thing. What is a good case? One that I thought about to share with y'all, we had a a lady who thought her husband was cheating and coming out of Corona. So we have, our domestic has gone... Since Corona. Everybody's together. Everybody's stuck together. There's not a whole bunch of opportunity. But as we're coming out of it, people are going back to work. Even Mm -hmm. though kids aren't like in school, the private kids are in school and they have those little places now where you can drop your kid off and like teenagers help them with their Mm -hmm. homework. I think that's awesome by the way. I do too. I know. I was like that's great for working people, right? Because you don't have to worry about the child. So they wife was going back to normal ish and she's the her husband said, I'm teaching or I got something going on and I'll be at work all day. And so she's okay, everything's fine, things are normal and like a couple of weeks in a row, she's like, something is off. It's just being more of a butt than normal. Mm-hmm. And usually that happens too. People get nasty at home and They're being really ugly. It's very Mm -hmm. rare that they're, like, super sweet and Mm -hmm. still want to be all cuddly and stuff like that. And then they're, like, going off with this other person. And so she said, I went and got me a tracker. So she put the tracker on the car, and she's keeping tabs on them. Mm -hmm. And she's little the first week or something. She was like, I see that the car goes to Dunn. Mm -hmm. Who's in Dunn? (laughs) Not, nobody not, not great things yeah. there's not there's not many <laughs> things in done i can say them
1: oh, one of my family's from done <laughs> that's right i forgot sorry
2: <laughs> but you gotta have family down there or you have to know somebody right. <laughs> going to done girlfriend or boyfriend done right right so he so she says okay check it out see what's going on i don't know so i said next time he hops on the road we're on it him to done and he's at like some raggedy little house and looks like a junkyard out there and
1: sounds about right it was rough and i'm like "Hmm, what are we
2: doing and so this is where i got the taxes thing from so the client was he no he does taxes maybe he's doing his taxes doing taxes i said and done why real cheap out there yeah and no came out the house looking a little disheveled right comes home normal had, would have no didn't like jump in the shower just pick it up
1: i look a little disheveled after the cpa
2: meeting though <laughs> Isn't that true? that's true you do you I understand <laughs> that too I'm, when i leave i'm like <laughs> i know i'm like oh my god i'm sweating i'm like do i have to do this adulting thing today? that'd be nice if we didn't
3: have taxes know.
2: but anyhow so yeah so what ended up happening we got some underwear from one of the excursions and there was both dna's Uh on that underwear and case closed but she doesn't want to leave him
3: and and that's a personal choice sometimes just finding out and people can he he, i i don't know that i could but there are a lot of people that do especially if they have children to work through that and sometimes people are just having a crisis or they're being really stupid and and you can get through it
1: well Uh, you choose to attempt to work through it so it's a process and just because they say i'm not going to leave right now we're going to go do this, doesn't mean that the marriage is still going to be successful. It's an everlasting situation where there's going to be resentment and anger, questions and distrust. So who knows? But good luck to them. Question, how
2: often do these type of situations actually they stay together and it works out?
1: I don't know because they'll say they stay together, and then a year later they're back in the office. So yeah. I mean,
3: I need to put and trackers on them to see yeah, what happens in if the future. We never have anybody come back. I don't know what happened, but I ha- I don't have any personal knowledge of where it actually worked out.
1: And I might be I, if it happened to me, and I just decided to stay after meeting with an attorney, I might be so embarrassed to go back to that attorney. I go to a different yeah. one. I don't have a know? lot of
3: people that come and want just get answers and see what they can do. They're just making sure. All I want to do is make sure. People understand what their legal rights and options are. Right. I don't want you to get screwed twice. Basically, if you're going to stay, then you need to put some provisions in place. Let's yeah. do a post nup that says if you do this, then this is what's going to oh, happen. So you didn't think you about know, financially so you, get a bl- you. Yeah, you don't get a carte blanche for screwing
1: up. Right. Because if you stay and you forgive them for this indiscretion, then it happens again in the future. You can't go back and say that first one was. You know, that's the time where I should. Be able to yeah they wiped it clean
3: it's gone get alimony or something like that
1: yeah it's, it's out the window so you really need to know what your legal rights are at that moment and just take that into the decision making process because you have other people you're going to talk to your own emotions you have a therapist hopefully right. and just to have that legal advice will help you make decisions And a lot of people are scared to make a decision because they don't know what it looks like on the other side. So I like to give them that advice. So if they do want to leave, but they feel like they can't leave because of financial reasons or custody, that they know that it's okay to do that and they will be okay.
0: Child custody battles can be stressful and exhausting for you and your children. You know your children best. It's important that you know your legal rights and options and have a say in what's in the best interest of your children. New Direction Family Law has over 30 years experience protecting the rights of our clients in child custody matters. We aggressively advocate, support, and educate our clients to achieve the best possible outcomes. Let us be strong for you so that you can be strong for your children. Schedule an initial consultation today.
2: So let me ask you this. So we have a lot of like female clients who are who have nothing right because Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. husband has been paying all the bills and they can't hardly hire the pi or an attorney because they can't get any money what what do y'all suggest for those type of clients what do you do Because i know one i I one i tell them i was going to ask you this
3: is if they they can do a lot of the legwork if you can (laughs) i can give you a budget and say here's what we can do on this i can do it an hourly rate but if you'll do a lot of the legwork if you'll get me the emails, if you'll coordinate, if you'll collate, if you'll give me the that I don't have to look through the bank statements, but you do. That can keep your costs down. But yeah. but a lot of times it's sometimes they're just screwed.
1: I think you you, know? you need they, to in that situation be on top of it and speak to an attorney before you, you leave yeah. before oh, you absolutely. blow everything up. So you can get some well, advice. can leave. A lot of times they can't move. And I feel terrible. Just squirrel away some money. Find yeah, out right. if there's a joint account, account. you can take that find money. Out. Is there a HELOC on
3: the house? Get some money off of that. Get a plan in place. They've got and to they become do. their own little yeah. financial detectives. So I want to leave in six months. So this is what I need to do for those next six months. So there are ways to do it, whether you have to go to friends and family Get a loan out or get a plan in place is or, what you need to do. Yeah,
1: if he's going to do, if, if there's marital misconduct, then you can file what's known as a divorce from bed and board. So yeah. therefore, you can get the court to order yeah, the out. the uh, marital misconduct person out of the house. How does that happen? Often do not too know. often. Not too often. Um, every isn't. time I filed it, the other per, the person we want to leave please, just leaves. Please. So I've never even actually had a hearing on it, but it's an actual claim that you can file and there's certain areas of marital misconduct it's not just cheating it's abuse verbal abuse indignities they right, call it right
3: but a lot of times it's especially if it's a spouse who's a stay at home there's a lot of control issues going on with that mm. when a the spouse wants to leave starts saying, you need to do this or I'm going to do this. One, they've never done it. So they don't think they're ever going to leave. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't have any incentive to do anything different. So if they'll come see us or they've seen you or, and they have some evidence, we can reach out to that person and say, hey, look, dude, or girl. Here's what we know. Not all of it, but here's a little bit. And here's a way to make this go smoothly. <laughs> right. You do this, you leave, you pay this amount of money. We'll work out a custody schedule and we won't file any. We can't threaten not to file, but it's insinuated. This can all go away and we can do this nicely. Yep. But you need an attorney. You need somebody that's advocating for you because a stay-at-home
2: mom it's just going to go go away. I know. You know? I have one lady that the man, he wouldn't even pay the water bill. Like, they, she was, like, scraping pennies right. to get a gallon of milk. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's not, like, you don't have anybody that you can, and the parents were dead. He got her stuck up there in the woods somewhere right. where she can't, can't make any friends and doesn't have any connections. And-
3: but that's an also, and that's not certainly your bailiwick, but it's ours. I would tell her to go file a domestic violence protective order because somebody doesn't have to beat the shit out of you. They have to isolate you. They have to emotionally abuse you. They have to terrorize you. They have to keep you away from family and friends. That rises to the level of harassment, and you can get a court order over that. So when you hear things like that, say, here, you need to go see an attorney or go to Interact. Go to Interact,
1: and they will connect them with a legal aid attorney if they can't afford a private attorney like Elizabeth or myself. Uh So you have to be able to qualify for legal aid help. So if you're falling under that threshold of the income needed, They'll represent you and get you help. And they're great attorneys there. Yeah, they are great attorneys.
2: And so the court will listen to the domestic violence without any kind of physical abuse? It
1: does. And
3: it's statutory. And do
2: they need an attorney for that? File. that's what I always tell them to go
3: see interact mm-hmm. if you can't afford and even if they hire us a lot of times I say go to interact because that's what they do day in and day out right. get those ex parte and they'll orders.
1: help pull out the abuse yeah, a lot of times I speak to clients or potential clients and I hear something and I'm like okay you need to, to elaborate, elaborate and yeah. let's talk more about this then you can slowly pull out things from their relationship, and you're like, this is abuse. You've been abused, and they don't even realize it when they're talking to you. So that's what a lot of therapists and the people that Interact can do is talk to them about what's happened and really pull out that information uh, about what's been going on and let them know that this has been a cycle of abuse and there are remedies for you and we can help you. See, I need to know that. Thank
2: you. Yeah, because I feel, again, my heartstrings are always pulled a lot of times more than, really, I love the criminal aspect. That is like my heart. I love that stuff. I feel more bad for the people, which is why I end up with these people who are my friends for years and years after the fact, because I end up not being a therapist, but I'm just there to listen to them Vent, and that's one of the things I've been working on in my new position is figuring out when to let them go and who to move them on to, so that you know they can continue this process and not just be stuck here with me. With yep, we know he's cheating.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. what are you going to do with that information? Let's right, and then that's why we're called New Direction Family Laws. We want to move people. In forward the right direction. our yeah. clients
1: like just one yesterday he i told him i was gonna miss him as a client and he said we can be friends but i'm not gonna miss the bills
3: <laughs> which is okay. true but yeah. i will say but I have like i fall in love with some of my clients and that you just remember them and yeah you when know, it's not always the woman who's hurt it's Mm-mm. you know no. husbands get hurt oh yeah, yeah. too and sometimes i think it's almost worse oh yeah because i don't know why really but one it's a blow to their ego for sure and two they're just hurt. And they can't express their feelings as well as women do. And then that messes up everything because yeah. they can't let go of it. So we can't move the case forward. Sometimes you just got to say, let it go, dude. There's, it's yeah. done. It's over. You got to move on. And they on. do move on. Uh, and I I, know. You know, I love to see it. I, like, I tell my, my clients
1: to like keep in touch. Like the one yesterday I was talking about saying that he was going to do a career change. I'm like, that's awesome. Let me know how it goes. Aww. And you really just develop these relationships uh, yeah. with their clients because you see them through what might be the hardest time in their life. Yep. Yep. And they always come out on the better side, I think, for sure. So I know that you've seen that too, Jamie. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Absolutely.
2: I enjoyed y'all.
1: And we talked about some dirty stuff and how to find it. (laughs) it. (laughs) Oh, can I tell
2: you where to find us? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so Blackman Detective Services, we also have a podcast called The Sleuth Podcast. It's a fabulous, folks, I'm telling you. And we're we're sister podcasters (laughs) in in this podcast carry group. So you can always follow us on any of our podcast channels. Channels and we are on, of course, Facebook and Instagram. Blackman Detective Services, all of those fun things. Come follow us, find us, all that fun stuff. You make our job so much easier, and we um, appreciate that you go out and do the dirty
3: work
1: and.
2: Yes. You know, we don't and have I gotta, to do it. i got to come hang out with y'all more. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we love that. Yes. All the dirty stuff that helps us win our cases. I right, know. Elizabeth? Exactly. And we can do a little pod
2: swi- swiping, have you guys? Or swapping. That's Christmas. So if you need a private
1: investigator, you, you reach out to Jamie or you can reach out to us and learn how to find her. Absolutely. If you really yeah. want to know, call Blackman. <laughs> <the service. laughs> and of course, as always, ain't that some
2: shit? <laughs> she was gonna do it the nice version
0: <laughs> thanks for listening this episode is complete visit newdirectionfamilylaw.com for show notes and resources and follow us on facebook instagram and youtube for more resources and information and remember with change comes empowerment